This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City! Damian Williams runs to immortality! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought here some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. No, so you like don't, it, don't. You do it like this, you get it, no, you sort of no. rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. How about a pull-up three? Grace Pilot is good! Everything happening in the sports world. The game is over! And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What are your thoughts on the white stuff that's out there behind us? Don't like it. What's behind me and in front of you? I don't like it. Why not? You don't want to build a snow angel? I'm ready for spring. It seems like winter lasts for... Well, we we really haven't what I'd have called a true winter because it seems like it'll be minus five with snow and three days later it'll be 60 degrees this this up and down weather just drives me crazy you don't like it no i'll tell you what i curled up in that weighted blanket last night yeah man i slept good man i slept good the weighted blanket is the way to go i got one for christmas and i wrap up in that thing and i mean it just traps your body heat Makes for some good sleeping. Well, it prevents me from rolling over too much. There will be times where I'll wake up and, and kind of roll over at like five, and I and I want to completely roll all the way over, and I just can't. So I just I just lay there. I normally sleep on my side, and I go, I can't get all the way over. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. When you get my age, you wake up more than once during the night. I'll just tell you that. When you get to my age. Old age. Steve, that's gross. <laughs> why, why would you tell me something like that? No, I like mean, that? you wake up just for no reason. I wake up for well, no I reason. Well, I figured you were talking about a specific reason no, that you no, woke up. No, not that reason. I don't want to hear about that. That's gross. Not that reason. I'm, I'm 25, Steve. i got to live my life. Well, I'm about 75. So. I'm, I'm not ready for old age and arthritis yeah, you're, you're and Medicare. Yeah, right. I, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. I don't want to start thinking about all those things I have to think about when I'm 60 or 70 or, in your case, 90. Yeah. It's not good. That's true. Steve, have you caught yourself up yet after a busy night of basketball? Oh, I'm all Are you regrouped? I am. You seem like you're energized. I'm regrouped. I'm refreshed. You know, no games for us tonight. Matt College has the night off. Uh, Thursday, wrestling down at Bueller. Bullpups have a chance to win the league championship outright. They've only won league three times in school history. And they got a ch- they've already clinched a tie for the title. If they beat Bueller at Bueller tomorrow night in a six o'clock duel, they will win the championship outright. So we have that to look forward to as well. Steve, have you caught yourself up on the Bachelor? Uh, I haven't even started. You on know the they're bachelor. down to the final four, right? I have no idea. It means it's hometown times. That means that the Bachelor Peter is going to each of the four oh, girls' oh, hometowns. One of them's in like Iowa. One of them's in Alabama. 
I don't care. I don't know where the rest of them are. I, I don't care. But you still... Okay, would you rather host the hometown and the bachelorette come to you and meet your family? Let's go 40 years into the past. They get to show up in Independence. Or would you rather go to the other person's hometown? I would want to be on my home turf. Okay, so you'd be fine with being at home. But since it, since I don't care, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the That's bachelor, not very positive. The, the bachelor, well... The Bachelor and I, we we just don't. You the know. Bullpup Girls basketball team. I know they, they were not happy with I me last Emma night. I asked Miss Emma last night, "How was that Bachelor Monday night?" And she was, it was primo. So they were not very happy with the person that I like. Well, that's between you and them. I don't watch <laughs> it. I don't care because it's frivolous. Well, Steve, a story that I think you do care about. Good Major League Baseball. Yesterday, a story broke that I don't think you've read because I don't think you subscribe to The Athletic. Mm. But did you see rumblings on MLB Network last night talking about a story from The Athletic about Carlos Beltran? No. It was a pretty bad look for Carlos Beltran, and I don't know if the guys on the Astros all just ganged up and said, let's let's put the blame on Carlos Beltran. But the way they made it sound in this story dating back to the trash can incidents and everything that's been going on, the firing of A.J. Hinch, everything that's been going on with the Astros' sign-stealing scandal. That's not easy to say. Yeah. But they were pretty much pointing all fingers at Carlos Beltran. Ooh, I didn't Talking know about how some of their sign-stealing began when he was in New York with the Yankees and then showed up in Houston in 2017 and said, you guys are behind the times. This is how we're going to do it. And this is how it's going to work. And that t- players on the team at times were saying, man, I don't I don't know if I feel all that comfortable about this. There were a couple different pitchers on the team that w- sound like they wanted to come forward and say, hey, I don't, I don't know about this, Carlos. But that Beltron was kind of the ringleader and said, wow. this is what's going to happen. Wow. This is the way we are going to do this. And, he's a f- and it doesn't matter what you say. He's a fringe Hall of Famer. And so. that is why... Yesterday's story breaking was not good for the Hall of Fame chances for Carlos Beltran. Right. And then Marwin Gonzalez, who used to play for the Astros, he became the first, I believe, player to come out, position player, and apologize. Yeah, because originally it was Mike Fires. I think he's at Minnesota now, Marwin Gonzalez. I think Don't he, know. I think he's with Minnesota now, but he came out and said he really feels bad for whatever role he played in it. And I think you're going to see a lot of players that are now on other teams and not Houston, you know, that were on that Houston team but have moved on, I think you're going to see a lot of those come out because, let's face it, if you're a position player and you, you you know, you go up against a pitcher and they remember that, they're going to drill you. You're going to get drilled. I think you're going to see more hit batters this year by guys that used to play for the Astros. They're going to get drilled in the leg, the back, the hip, you name it, they are going to get drilled. Well, the, the thing about this here, Steve, is that it all is looking like this was Carlos Beltran's idea that he said, guys, this is what we're doing. I'm the veteran. This is how we're going to do this. And they talked about the replay system that they had. And they also mentioned, which I hadn't thought of, that with the standard Major League Baseball replay system that they have, I know the Royals always talk about their replay guy being really good. Billy DePlissy. Billy DePlissy. That they have it set up to where it cannot be live. Have you ever thought about that? No. That the replay he's seeing is a little delayed. Okay. For the same reason of, okay, let's not let... Originally, it was 
completely live. Mm-hmm. But then after a year or so, they said, okay, let's let's take a little bit of a gap here. So that way, you can't be sending signs back at Billy DePlissy, can't be on the phone in the video room back there in the dark, and then tunnel out and say, hey, they're saying fastball. Mm-hmm. That they, they changed some rules for it, but that Carlos Beltran and the Astros, this story is saying, they were able to find ways around it and that it wasn't very hard in order to help make it live, that they would use that when they were at home and relay it into the dugout and bang on the trash can and do whatever they wanted to do. And then when they were on the road, they found a a couple different ways to do it in terms of relaying that sound or however they wanted to do it to runners on base. So that way, so let's play it this way. So let's say that Steve sells the runner at second base. With a lot of speed. And let's say that Coach Kinnaman is up at home plate and that I'm sitting in the first base dugout knowing what the sign is, and so I'm relaying this sign to Steve. So that way it's not affecting the batter. People aren't being able to tell as clearly. I'm relaying the sign to Steve, and somehow I get him the sign that it's fastball. So Steve Sell might stand with his left arm on his hip. Okay. And that way Coach Kinneman at the plate looks out. If he sees Steve Sell standing there with his hand on his left hip, he knows fastball's coming. Well, and maybe if that left hand... He can't hit the curveball. And then maybe if it's off speed, you put your hand on your head. Yeah. They were able to find ways to do this in order to trick the system. And then you've heard the story as well about former Major League Baseball pitcher Mike Bolsinger, right? Right. He's filed a lawsuit. So Mike Bolsinger came into a game. I believe he was pitching for the Blue Jays at the time. And he comes into the game against the Astros and... Like eight different people in a row just start hammering him out of the bullpen. He gives up all these runs. They pull him out of the game. The Blue Jays then cut him. Yeah. They get rid of him. Or they might have sent him to the minor leagues either way. And he has not pitched in the major leagues since. And they were talking about at this time there were however many amounts of trash can bangs while he was in there. And they hit every pitch he threw. They knew they were coming. So how many lawsuits are going to come forward because guys – you know, Saying that it ended his career. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think you're going to see the Houston Astros selling a lot of lawsuits in the years to come. I, I'm just so enthralled by this story as it keeps getting crazier and crazier. And we've talked about it dirtier a lot. Dirtier and dirtier. And, and the thing that just keeps popping up to me and, and that has really come clear in the last week, especially after this story from The Athletic, is that it looks like Carlos Beltran is really the person that is responsible for this. And I haven't seen him come out and say anything opposing it, but this might be the reason why the New York Mets made the move pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That they said, okay, Beltron, you got to get and out you, of and here, And you man. know, until this, Carlos Beltron had one of the most pristine reputations. The good the, guy. The good guy. The gentleman. El Jefe. Gentleman. That's what they referred to he him as. He was a gentleman. And a lot of different Astros guys went off the record. Well, they were on the record, but... They kept their identity hidden to talk in this story, and it just continues to get worse and worse. And as a, I won't say former Carlos Beltran fan, but as a Carlos Beltran fan, he was one of my favorite players when I was a kid. He was a great Royal. He went on to do better things, which I think at the time the Royals fans were like, dude, we are so bad. Go be good somewhere else because you deserve it. It's a little tough for me to process. I don't know how to think back about Carlos Beltran, Especially if this continues to get worse he, and worse. Was he ever a Cardinal? For some reason, I thought he played for the Cardinals. He played for the Yankees, I know. He played for the Astros. 
The Royals. The Royals. I was thinking he played for somebody. I, for some reason, I thought he was a Cardinal for a short time. I can tell you in like eight seconds if you keep talking. Well, Name me one more team that you think he played for. Um, no, he didn't play for Oakland. I was going to say Oakland, but but I think the – oh, the Mets. I think he played for the Mets. Astros, Mets, Giants, Cardinals. Yeah, I thought he was he, on the Cardinals from 2012 to 2013. I thought he was with the Yankees, Cardinals. Rangers, Astros. I don't remember him with the Rangers, that's for sure. That must have been a very... 2016 to 2016. Cup of coffee. Not, not very long. Yeah. He played 52 games for the Rangers. Okay. So, going back to this point about Carlos Beltran, how are we supposed to feel about him as a Royals fan, as a Cardinals fan? You know, he was a great St. Louis Cardinal for all of his time there, his 151 games in 2012 and 145 in 2013. How are we supposed to feel about Carlos Beltran now? Cheated. So done forever. See you later, Carlos. No, but adios, Carlos. Can't feel the same way about him. But was he doing that when he played for the Royals and the Cardinals? And the we Giants? don't know. That's just it. And we don't know if those teams. Who knows how long this goes back? Well, the one thing that we talked about early and we haven't brought up since is when are we going to start hearing about the other teams? In Major League Baseball, oh, that we're doing the same come. thing. Yeah, I'm. When sure. are we going to hear that bomb drop? When when's it going to come? Because it's there. I have no doubt in my mind. Oh, I don't either. That some of these other teams, if not all of them, were doing something like this. It reminds me a lot of the Mitchell report. Whenever they threw out these hundreds of names and they're throwing out this one guy who was a middle reliever for the San Francisco Giants for. Two years, and, oh, yeah, he's on the Mitchell Report. How about this guy? You got Bonds. You got Clemens, Palmero. Jacob Grim. What was the guy's name for? Jason Grimsley. My guy, Jason Grimsley. Oh, Jason Grimsley. He's a friend of the show. He's a friend of me. Is he really? Yeah. I played baseball with his two sons growing up. Is that right? Jason Grimsley and me go way back. Well, he had kind of a colorful off the field. Well, he was on the Mitchell Report. Yeah. Not our Mitchell. No. He also had a plane crash into his house. Oh. Do you know about that? No. It was a small plane. Really crazy. But Jason Grimsley, fan of the show. Well, he was involved in all sorts of kind of, let's just say, desultory instances. I don't know about that. Instances. He's a great guy to me. Alleged. He was on the Mitchell Report. Always say alleged. Yeah, that's true. All right, Steve. Let's take our first break. The the MLB sign-stealing scandal. Remember, we're like... Moments away. Pitchers and catchers reported today and tomorrow, I believe. We're moments away from this season beginning. I know, six weeks. We don't know who's going to be in charge of several teams. We don't know what's going to be happening with this sign-stealing drama. We don't know what the playoffs are going to be. There's just a lot of question marks and holes in Major League Baseball right now. Yes, there is. Let's take our first break. When we come back, you want to talk about the big matchup tonight? KU? West Virginia? (laughs) You look so confused. Well, I I was trying to figure what big matchup... Uh, KU West Virginia. And maybe K-State losing last time. We can talk a little bit about about that. that. I wrote a call about that today. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve Sell, have you prepared yourself for the Kansas Jayhawks tonight? Not on your TV, on ESPN+. And, uh, you know, have you I, prepared for I it? I saw a lot of stories as this game, why is this game not on national TV? Because ESPN... Because people want to watch it and people will pay them. That+. right, but... If you put it on ESPN+, Plus, people will come. KU always loses at West Virginia. So just book it right now. Man, (laughs) that is not how I thought this was going to start. What a negative start to this conversation. KU always plays bad at West Virginia. And, you know, it's just just kind of a a ride of February or January. When they play at West Virginia, they don't play well. They don't shoot well. It's going to be a game – like so many college basketball games this year, it's probably going to be about 48-45 or 53-51 or something like that. There will be a lot of defense. KU was lucky to beat West Virginia the first time. That's the day that I think we were going to Piper. Didn't we? I was, I well, to say, let me think. I, I know say, they won 60-53. to 53. I want to say that was the day they played. It looks like it would have been about that yeah, day. Yeah, because we stopped in at Henry T's and watched the first half before trudging on to Piper and – and KU was down pretty much that whole game until about the last five minutes. So, Steve, let's just start off with this. You do not feel confident with the Jayhawks going to Morgantown tonight. Less than 50. On a one Man. Scale, on a scale of 1 to 10, I have it at about 3.85. You don't have faith in Bill Self? February? KU is not playing good basketball right now. I know they're winning, but you watch their games, and, and they just slog through them. Uh, they're they're very predictable. That you throw it inside to Azabuki, he fumbles it around, then he eventually scores. If not, Azabuki comes to the high post, Dotson blows by his guy, and then uh, every about three or four games, Christian Braun makes about two or three threes. Brown, and then Brown, whatever, and then you don't hear from him again. Ochai Abaji's kind of the same way. Marcus Garrett didn't even score the last game, so KU's winning. But the reason is the Big Twelve is so bad this year we've talked about this before i mean look we didn't get to see the game last night but i got a feeling that k-state o-state game in manhattan that was probably a pretty unsightly game to watch well it was 64 to 59 the final score between well two teams that are hanging out in the basement they're tied now two and nine they're hanging out in the basement yeah so going back to this original thought ku on the road at west virginia you have no faith no faith at all Oh, I mean, I have some, but that doesn't sound if, if like I had, it. If I was a betting man, which I'm not, I would put my money on West Virginia. Plus, I'd take the points. I don't know what. Well, the, West Virginia's the favorite. Are they really by yeah. one and a half? Well, points. then they're thinking like me because they know KU's history at Morgantown, and Huggy Bear gets twenty five thousand dollars for every time he beats KU. Isn't that in his contract? I think it's more than that. Well, it could be. He it's makes a lot of money. Yeah. Whenever, but I think he donates it to charity. Good for him. So you don't feel confident. No. You don't think they'll win. No. What about at home against Oklahoma over the weekend? They will win. Well, I guess that will be, they, yeah, it will be Saturday. They have lost. No, that's the 24th. That's isn't it? That's a big Monday game. No, oh, that's they'll Oklahoma play State. Oklahoma on Saturday. That's right. I have faith when they play Oklahoma because Oklahoma generally does not play well at Allen Fieldhouse. And KU's lost their one conference game they're going to lose at home. They've already lost to Baylor. They're not going to lose again. And the thing is, going back to tonight's game, if KU beats West Virginia, then it really is just West or KU and Baylor, and then everybody else is playing for third. 
So, Steve Sell, you're thinking the West Virginia Mountaineers will win tonight. They will be singing Country Roads, Take Me Home, yep. To the Place, I Belong, West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Take Me Home. Yeah, Country Road. So you, you're you just going to already pencil it in. You're going to be singing Country I'm Roads not, tonight. I'm not penciling in. I'm just saying I don't have a good feeling. I never do when they go to Morgantown. It's a, it's a, it's a tough place to play. Their fans really get into it. Um, you know, KU just does not play very well. Uh, they've won some games there, but they've also – I think they've probably lost more than they've won there in the last 10 years. So KU and West Virginia will be playing at 6 o'clock tonight on ESPN+. Plus. If you want, Steve, 8 o'clock ESPN2, a really fun matchup, Iowa State and Oklahoma. They'll be going Dude. at it. Well, Iowa you State – You want to know how much it will cost to get into the Lloyd Noble Center? Probably about – Five dollars. Try two dollars. Really? You can get into the arena for cheaper than you can buy a bag of Skittles. Wow! Iowa State just lost Tyrese Halliburton, who was he was like the number six rated player. He's out for the year, so Iowa State is really, really hurting. I, I mean, I I just can't believe how far Big Twelve basketball's fallen. I watched that Baylor Texas game the other night. That was just it. They. They, they threw up enough bricks to build a mansion. I mean, it was just pitiful. Let me ask you this, Steve. Is this as little interest as you've had in KU basketball in a while? Because it feels to me that this is the, the least amount that I have had invested in Big 12 basketball in a long time. Yeah. Like 10, 12 years. Yeah. This is as little as I've followed it because it's just not been very good. There's a lot of games I have not watched, and taped them and didn't watch them because, you know, I just – But I saw, who's the other team in the Big 12 that you really want to watch? I'm And I'm – Baylor doesn't – I'm not overly – They're not very fun to watch. I'm not enamored with Baylor. Is Texas Tech a team that you circle and say, yeah, I'll go watch them tonight? Well, no. I You know, Iowa State used to have some fun teams when the mayor was there. You know, Fred Hoiberg. They had some great players. But nobody can make shots. It's unbelievable how – it's like the league that can't shoot straight. They really can't. The league that can't shoot straight. They can't. It's it's a bunch of crooked shooting. You don't see guys just going off like you used to. You know, maybe it's because the Morris twins aren't around anymore. Well, they'll be enshrined here at some point into well, the Marcus is the Jayhawks. I, I am stu- retired jersey. I have to. I have to admit, when I saw that the Jayhawks were retiring Marcus Morris's jersey, well, he was Big Twelve Player of the Year. Yeah, but. That's pretty much an automatic qualifier. Well, I just he doesn't seem I mean, he's not Wilt. He's not Danny. You know, he's not Nick. He's not Rafe. I mean, those guys are, you know, they were special. He's not Heinrich or Collison. Who would you rather have? Marcus Morris or or Cole Aldrich? Cole Aldrich, I think, is in there. Ah, he pro- he probably is. If you're a Big Twelve player of the year, you pretty much get in. Well, why isn't what, uh, JoJo White's on there? I mean, he's no JoJo White. But, oh, no, I'd probably take Marcus Morris oh, over JoJo no, White in the pickup never, game. Never, never. JoJo White was pristine. The guy couldn't even stay in bounds. Well, that, that was a bad call. I watched that game in 65 or 66. Steve, let's take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. 
Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve Sell, did you see the news today about Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy? I did not. Well, the reason is he is being mentioned in the name to be the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Ooh, now that'd be a that'd be a good fit. Are you sure about that? If you were Eric Bieniemy, I'd stay. And you are one year away from probably being an NFL head coach, and not only that, you get Patrick Mahomes, you get Travis Kelsey. You get Tyree Kill. You get the Andy Reid stamp of approval. Would you rather do that or I, go to Boulder I think, and then have to recruit? I think I would stay in Kansas City. I and think be I got, in the bad Pac-12? Th- yeah, I think he's got a pretty good gig at Kansas City because there is no way. Some of these guys that got picked as head coaches over him, and the Chiefs are thankful for I mean, they're, they're, they're disappointed that he didn't get a head job, but they're thankful they're going to have him back next year. He will be, I guarantee you, Mark my words, at this time next year, Eric Bieniemy will be a head coach in the NFL. Unless he goes to Colorado. I don't think Which would be a bad deal. I don't think he would. Colorado's been – they've not been a good program for a long time. It's because they left the Big 12. That's right. Go to the Pac-12, and that's where losers go. That's where teams go to die. That's right. Utah, who are they? Yeah. USC, who are they? Conference oh, of Champions. Wow. USC, how's that pro- how far has that program fallen? All right, Steve. Fun show today. Oh, enjoy yeah. the snow. Delightful. Hope you have a great afternoon. I will. I've got plenty of work to do, that's for sure. What's up at midkansasonline.com? We got everything up there. We got the area roundup. We had the Battle of the Eagles last night. Elyria Christian and Canton Galva down at the Eagle Dome. You know, they were rocking it down at the Eagle Dome. They Woo! probably had walking tacos. Woo! You know, they have a great concession stand down Woo! there. Um, you know, Teutons, a couple of wins for the Teutons. More like the Wutons. Yeah, they are. The Teutons are rolling right now. A couple wins uh, uh, for Little River last night. Uh, you know, good night for them. Dridger Nation, I think, got a split. Um, Smoky Valley got a split. Uh, Heston didn't play. I'm forgetting somebody, of course. I always do. So That's it, Steve. That's all I need to hear from you. Okay. Go back into your dungeon. I do. Start putting stories I have no up. windows in my office, so... It is a dungeon. Go back. I will. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.